Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Excuse me, Mrs. Brinks? Yes, Lynette? Are you waiting to receive my limp podcast? What would a Gucci ad be in an audio podcast way? Look at the pants I'm wearing. (laughs) They're Gucci. Imagine because I, I the hear, pants I'm wearing. Yeah, it's like, oh, do we got to sit here and... with this amount of verbal swag. Like, we'd, we'd have to oh. go about describing the Gucci pants. Describe your lunch to me. Well, all right, I'm going to describe the pants I'm wearing right now. They certainly ain't fucking Gucci <laughs> because they're comfortable. Um, but they're D- some sort of... Describe your lunch to me. I'll describe my pants. Mm, yes. <laughs> so there are... Um, I- they're pretty comfy, so they're immediately not Gucci. Um, they're you haven't even worn Gucci. Well, I associate big name popular brands with being uncomfortable. No, they're big name brands because they are comfortable. Well, they're fashionable. Big, they're fashionable, not but comfortable. Just more, no, they are comfortable with a price tag. I don't know. I bought these from Kmart that, for fifteen dollars, and they are I can, fucking amazing. That I guarantee. I put my foot in like a two hundred fifty dollar pair of Nikes, and it was heaven. <laughs> it was just like, fuck. I wouldn't even pay fifty dollars for a pair of shoes, but these feel real nice. Mm. Yeah, it's one I, of those I buy my pair of shoes from Kmart for like fifteen dollars a pair, and they last fucking. I'm not going out there going like styling on a fucking motherfucker with I don't know whatever shoes I've got. They are just for me, and that's all I care about. Hmm. Unless like, unless I'm going out to impress, and then they've got like dress shoes for that shit, not like sneakers. Yeah. Even then, like, if you want a fucking style, just buy. Like Nike knockoffs, but with the Nike name on AliExpress. Yeah. Like, just go to AliExpress. They don't give a fuck in China. They will straight <laughs> out say these shoes are Nike. They have Nike logos all over them. Twenty dollars. In fact, let's have a fucking squiz right now. <laughs> the world is a the world is a fucking mysterious place. But AliExpress is mysterious all about. Place. Uh, is all about Nike. delivering you fucking China jank right to your front door. Fuck you. Where are we at? Where's the fucking... This should, actually, we could advertise AliExpress because we just spent the last, like, 20 seconds sucking them off saying how fucking great they were. No. We're not... <laughs> when did we say that? You did. You said if you want some no. fucking stylish-ass Nikes, go into AliExpress and get some fake ones. Yeah, but we're not sucking their dicks. Here we go. Original Nike run men's shoes, sneakers, 15 codes, $44. They, you would pay a fucking pretty penny for that, like 200 plus. Seems legit to me. Yeah, can you, you don't need, Can you describe you, them to us? It is literally a Nike-based shoe with, like, the sole and all. Yeah, it's got, and, uh, it's got, it's got the Nike Nike tick logo on the side. It, it's even got a hole for where your foot needs to go. It's oh, great. that's yeah. that's a big seller. That is absolutely and, a big seller. And these ones are fucking laced. Oh, but I'm seven years old, so explain to me the colors. Uh, well, there is a one, two, three, four, like ten colors you can choose from. So, so no, think of colors. You're done. Okay, that's it. <laughs> So but yeah, do, they, do they do they look sleek and sporty? 
Yes. Okay, then yeah. They they are a hundred percent Nike ripoffs in every way, shape, or form. In fact, this will be the most reasonable price tag for a Nike shoe. Because we all know like Nikes and like Supreme are just super fucking knockoff like not knockoff, but like super cheaply made and sold at a yeah, premium. You're, 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 you're buying the brand. Yeah, you're paying for a name, not for Yeah. I that's, could that's literally why look like I come from the fucking hills on like less than $150 with Nike shoes, Supreme t-shirt, fucking Gucci bag, whatever the fuck. AliExpress is your way to go for cheap shit. Yep. But hey, we're a gaming podcast. so Not, uh, a, not a fashion podcast. So We're not a fashion podcast. We're, we're sorry we for do, wasting do give, your time. We give fashion chips. Fashion chips? Fashion chips. That's it. Fashion chips. You can you take them to the pokies? Fashion chips. Fashion chops. Fashion chips. Uh, so yes. Now I'm hungry. Anyway, welcome to SV Cheats 1. We are a gaming podcast about games and gaming related symptoms. I will be your host tonight. My name is Chris, and to my uh, knockoff right, I have... Me, Alex. Try not to sound too enthusiastic. And to my bargain basement right, we have... No, I'm to your west. Jaden. Jaden it Ooh. is. Jaden Dindich is there was something I was gonna say before about something and now I forget story of my life anywho um, something about Avicii yes Avicii no he died did he yeah a while like a back. bitch fuck alright <laughs> oh fuck off phone <laughs> who honestly talks to me Dante other than you I suppose Same. us yeah. And that one guy watching the podcast going, hey, I talk to you guys, but you don't talk back. <laughs> it's goddamn Tinder. Fuck off. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We might. Anyway, uh, Jaden, how was your week this week? What did you do in the world of gaming? The world of what? I, I don't, I don't know what games are. Um, I've been running through some Monster Hunter because they've got their five-week festival thing still on. Though... This week's that autumn one, which I've already got all the stuff for, so I haven't been doing it too hard. Hmm. Other than that, just kind of bouncing around between a few games, you know. I've been mucking around with Dragon Ball, Total Warhammer 2, just got a new expansion. You know, I'm playing some Dead Cells again. Um, you know what? Yeah, you, know what? you, you got me Guilty Gear <laughs> Guilty Gear XR. XR. Revelator. It's, uh, Guilty Gear just have, seemed to have the most fucked naming system ever. Here we go like, again. I'm going to go to my fucking library quickly, mm-hmm. my game library, and just write Guilty. Oh, apparently you don't spell Guilty with a K. So you have Guilty Gear XR Revelator, Guilty Gear XX Accent Core Plus R, Guilty Gear 2 Overture, Guilty Gear 2, Guilty Gear X2 Hashtag Reloaded, and Guilty Gear Suka. I don't know which one's the first Guilty Gear. <laughs> it's the one with like, the least characters in it. I would, you would think. You would think that'd be the case, but apparently I, I, I bought the Guilty Gear package, mm-hmm. and Guilty Gear 1 is not in that package. Apparently. Astonishingly. Oh, it could be. But it's I don't not fucking know. Guilty Gear 1. Is it like, 
Um, what was it? I was, I think I remember telling you, Jaden, about this, or I, I told someone about it, but uh, Guilty Gear 2020. Yeah, mm -hmm. they, they had a uh, questionable name for it, which they decided against. And what so, was um, it? Alright, so they were going to call, where is it? It's, it so it actually has a new na actual name called Guilty Gear Strive? Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's what they went with, Guilty Gear Strive. Guilty Gear Strive. Now, little uh, I heard around the grapevine and a couple of articles basically saying like, hey, look, Guilty Gear Strive is a much better name than what Guilty Gear was actually going to call it, which was Guilty Gear, the Guilty Gear. I remember that. Oh, boy. The Guilty <laughs> Gear. Like, that... That just, it, it almost feels like a piss take to call it Guilty Gear, the Guilty Gear. I don't even know why they call it Guilty Gear. <laughs> because there are things in Guilty Gear called Gears, and I suppose they're guilty of something. Guilty of fucking mad combat specs. But yes, tell us about your Guilty Gear experience. Well, not much. I've just been playing around with it. It's significantly more difficult than Dragon Ball Fighters because you need to actually have inputs that are harder than a quarter circle. So like, um, And also animations are not as clear. Last time I was playing with Kenning, I was bitching about the fact that an overhead attack was an upward sweep that started from the bottom. Because that and now we're here. Makes so much sense. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, like... I like... I like the one-on-one -on -one styled fighting games. So... Uh, Guilty Gear, Tekken, Mortal Kombat, that sort of stuff. I'm not a huge fan of the Dragon Ball Z or the Tekken Tag Tournament, like, multiple character per thing, because I feel it It almost takes away, like, how do I put it? For example, let's say you use Piccolo. Instead of having Piccolo have an extended uh, range of attacks, you have... Piccolo's basic attack stuff and his extended attacks will be replaced with a team mechanic. That's how I feel in uh, it, it with Dragon Ball Fighters. It's like in Guilty Gear, you saw the combo list. There's like a massive amount of moves you can do with the characters because you are fighting a... Oh, sorry, Dante. You are fighting a one-on-one -on -one so you need to you need to have an extensive kit to be able to mix up and do all this sort of stuff. Where in Dragon Ball Fighters, you basically have the kits of three people in one match, and to not overcomplicate things, they so I feel like they have to cut the move list down because then it'll just be too much in terms of like balancing, in terms of adjustments, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But yeah, like Guilty Gear. I, I saw Guilty Gear on special, so I thought, fuck it, I'll get it for us. And it, it is dirt cheap for, like, the whole package and stuff. Like, you can get Guilty Gear XR'd. I have no fucking <laughs> idea why it's XR'd. Guilty Gear XR'd Revelator for, like, 12 bucks. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll grab that. And then you can get, like, the fucking, like, three or four different Guilty Gears for, like, 10 bucks. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll fucking get on that. And I really like Guilty Gear. I'm really um, 
one character in particular in Guilty Gear. Now, I can't remember her name, so give me a second, but do go on about your Guilty Gear experience while I remember her name. Um, well, yeah, I've just been kind of running through, practicing a few characters. I've been really keen on, um, trying to learn Leo Whitefang, who's kind of a, a stance-based close-up, uh, stance-based close-up pressure character. He's pretty weak, far off. The person you're thinking of is Milia Rage, by the way. Yes, Milia Rage. Um... Yeah, so I was looking at, at Leo Whitefang, who's uh, a kind of a heavy hitter, close-up, starts and pressure-based. And I was also having a look at Alfred Valentine, who is a relatively fast zoner. Considering yeah, for his... A girl, <laughs> for a girl who's, like, super obsessed with love. Yeah, it's, it's like, like yeah, the I've intro got... is, my, my perfect husband has appeared, and then you start the round mashing your pistol at them. <laughs> Yeah, mm, yes. it's, it's either so like uh, Alfred will have like multiple lines for her intro. The two that I've seen is so she'll run down this like bright corridor to like these big like double doors, and she'll either say like "Oh, my future husband has appeared" or something like "Is this my virgin road?" or something like that. And then the other character appears, and then like the example we had is um, you played Alfred and I played Johnny. So you see fucking Alfred like, oh, my future husband appeared. And then you get this motherfucking swagger bastard called Johnny, like walking in, throwing his coat around. He's like, yeah, I'm lucky. I'm like, fuck, man. And then and then when you beat me, she got me to sign a fucking waiver about marriage. Like, uh. <laughs> yeah, when when Alfred beats someone, he just she just forces them into a marriage contract, which is pretty That's how amusing. That's it works. It's good here. Yeah, so yeah, I I much prefer the one on one fighting games because I don't know I like I like to gravitate towards a character and then like work around with them like I have with like Amelia Rage. So, but like when playing, I mean playing like Dragon Ball Fighters as well, I can't think of a team. I, I'm sitting going like I don't know who works well with who. I don't know. Right, all this sort of stuff, but I I guess I have to learn three different characters' uh, move sets to make a team, and then if I've learned all these these three characters' move sets and I don't see the work together, I feel like I've wasted my time. Rather than like I'm playing this character, this character is to my liking, and how I feel with Dragon Ball Fighters, and this is this may not be the case, but I feel the characters are a lot of the same thing where it's like because of the how the combo system is extremely simplified uh, i feel characters don't have as much flavor to them as a as guilty gear does because like you obviously have like your six seven x attack and then you've got your y your four button y attack and then your three button b attack and every character has the same thing I agree to some extent. Like, I'm not saying this is the case. I'm saying this is what I've experienced so far. I agree to some extent, and I can absolutely see where that um, uh, experience could have come from, which will largely be from the ca- the fact that... Uh, what am I trying to say? It'll largely be from the fact that 
there is personality in Dragon Ball Fighters characters, but mm. the B and B combo for everyone is basically the same. Well, except for a yeah. few who have weird combo structures. Well, it's like um, who's that god in Dragon Ball Fighters? Beerus. Beerus. Yeah, his bread and butter combo is like a hey look I'm gonna go underneath you and behind you that's the only one I've seen so far that's different it's a sort of slide underneath that's, behind that's just you an animation and, and that's just a basic cross up yeah that's and yeah, a couple of like Janemba has that as well yeah I haven't I haven't got Janemba because that's DLC but like everyone else is more of like a like a frontal like hit 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 knockdown sort of thing where his is like a hit 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 cross up hit 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 I'm like okay cool that's different, but that's the only one I've seen so far. Where they usually the bread. So basically, what I'm trying to say is, from what I've experienced, the bread butter combos are all relatively the same, except for some exceptions. Yeah, well, Videl's bread and butter combo is the hit, hit, and then a command grab. Same with yeah, the Vegeta. Like that's another. That's another DLC character. I yeah, don't have. so all, I don't all have the, any DLC you say characters. all the vanilla characters are essentially the same because then when they yes. got the DLC, they started mixing it up a bit and exploring what they could do. Yes, but the DLC makes up like a third of the cast. Yeah. Where you have two thirds essentially the same in in terms of bread and butter in your regular like the combos are obviously different with mm-hmm. uh when it gets into the nitty gritty of stuff. But from a introductory level, all the characters are going to feel the same. And that's what I'm experiencing. Well, I feel like all the characters all feel the same. Yeah, I'm saying like I'm saying yeah, like, but when, I actually like find when that to you be get into, thing. I don't because it's almost like it, it allows you to pick up playing... and play characters a lot easier than having to dedicate six hours to learn their most basic of shit. Yeah, but you're picking up different characters that are all doing the same. You're not really playing other characters. You're playing one character with different skins. Mm, no. Yes. No. Because they all have the same bread and butter combo, except for a couple. Just just because they all hit the X button to do a bread and butter combo does not mean they're they, all the they, same. They act. They all act the same, except for a couple. They are all. I'm gonna attack you. This, 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 this. Knockdown done. That's that's in essence what a fighting game is. No. Yes. Not when you not when you limit it to your bread and butter combo. And that makes it one character with multiple skins, not you're playing as a character. Mm. You see? You see what I'm trying to say? Like, nope. I, I, I'll explain I, to you. I'll explain to you in the most basic terms. Yeah, you're gonna have to because I am not seeing. I'm not picking up what you're putting down. Let's say fucking. Let's say I play ten different characters. Yeah. Right in Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah. All of them have relatively similar bread and butter combos of let's say to say that X spam. Yeah. So that bread, that basic bread and butter combo is punch, 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 kick, knockdown. Right. But it just looks different because it's a different character. Hmm. So essentially yes but all they what are, you're talking about there is the auto combos and they were specifically designed so everyone was able to pick it up yeah i know but at that point for me it feels like it's you're just playing one character with different skins because they're all relatively the same 
Now, it would make more sense if you had certain characters, like, instead of the majority, have, like, a group of characters which are easy, like, in fighting games, you have multiple difficulties of characters in which, like, you have your easy-ass characters to play, your medium-ranked, and then your top-tier rank, which have sophisticated combos and juggles and shit like that. So, like, for example, Guilty Gear, they got some fairly easy characters, which are like, hey, just do this, this, and this, and you're done. So, but that is limited to uh, a small bunch of characters, where it's like, hey, if you want to get into this game and haven't played a fighting game before go these characters to learn the basics and then move your way up like in league of legends they have characters that are incredibly easy to play it's like play these characters if you want to learn the game and then you can go on to other characters you understand what i'm saying yeah but with dragon ball fighters a large portion of that is those easy characters with like if you want to get really good at this certain character you can learn their combo but they have like four they like have about four different combos each and that's it where you can like learn other things like other mix up and combos but you have to be out of game for that the game doesn't teach you that stuff it's something that you would relatively pick up from someone else it it encourages you to learn the mechanics of the game and explore it and figure it out as best you can. Yeah, yeah. But that's... They they did that with a majority of the characters. Yeah, rather and that's, than that's fine. Some of them. Well, as I said, as a fighting game, like, I don't feel like I'm playing... Uh, in Dragon Ball Fighters, I don't feel like I'm playing other characters. I feel like I'm playing a basic character with multiple Dragon Ball Z skins. You know what I think the issue than, is more so? What? The combo training of the specific character challenges in Dragon Ball Fighters suck. Yeah, as I said, they 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 teach you they teach you the basic combos of that thing, and that's it. Mm. No, but that that's what I'm saying. It's less the characters, but the tutorials suck. Yeah, because you haven't played and any games. You've only played the because tutorial. The tutorials don't show really anything unique from the characters. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, you have to get that from an outsider thing. You, you have to you look into played the game. All you've played is the tutorial. I've played the story. The fucking... The, the story is the tutorial. Yeah. That is literally, like, 50% of the game. You only play the story to unlock a character. That's it. No, you play the story to play the story. You can unlock characters as a bonus, but essentially, that is it. You have to learn other stuff from other people outside the game mainly if you want to get better like you go like i guarantee you you guys looked online for combos and stuff like that guarantee you yeah but i looked online for combos for guilty gear as well you fucking you looked online at combos i guarantee you did because you like here's a you jump cancel nope i got taught how to jump cancel by suki you see that's the exterior thing though yeah but i didn't look it up how did suki find out i don't know i'll ask him he he most likely looked it up and said like there is no in-game thing to really teach you the depths of the character so they just if unless you go looking deep into it they just feel like one character with multiple skins rather than having their own sort of personality having their own sort of fighting style 
Well, you have like some characters, yes. And then when you say they mix it up with the DLC characters, you have to buy the DLC characters. And then even then, like you don't know whether you're going to like that character unless you really look it up before you buy it. You go, okay, this character, like you can watch someone play a character online. Like, oh, okay, yeah, I get that. And then when you buy it, it's like, I don't like the feel of this character. Same thing with um, like with Freezer, for example. Freezer looked like he had some good good combos and stuff, but when I played him, it just felt wrong. Yeah, it because you were playing the tutorial right. and the tutorial is actual garbage. That's got nothing to do with how the character actually yeah, feels. Yeah, about the feeling of the character's specific moves. Well, yeah, when I first picked up Beerus, he was fucking trash, and then I played he's with him more. He's not saying it's trash, he's saying he doesn't like how the character feels. There yeah, I didn't like how fucking yeah. Beerus felt either, and then I got used to him, and I'm like, this is fine. Now I run yeah, Beerus as part of my main team. So you're basically saying if you don't like a character, keep playing them. If you don't like a character, no, you're probably playing it wrong. I'm not going to waste my time playing a character I don't like the feel of. And I'm not going to waste my time spending six fucking hours to learn another character's personality. That's that's not, not why I'm here. personality. You are spending six hours to learn the character's personality because they don't teach you it in-game. You have to figure it out yourself. It's exactly what you're doing, Alex. Right, yeah, so but I spent six exactly hours in Dragon Ball. Stop, I can learn stop. three characters. Stop. What exactly is your issue with Dragon Ball, Kenny? My, it, all right, so the issue is... The original issue is I don't like the free v free aspect because, one, I'd rather learn a character and the intricacies of that character rather than having to deal with three separate characters and then working out which fits with what. I'd rather learn a character and then do with that character and play with that character rather than going, okay, I want to do this and this and this and this. You can mix it up, but the character, each character essentially feels the same by themselves. And that's what the the freebie-free comes in is because that's, that's the only thing I feel that changes up the play style is when it's a freebie-free because you use other characters. But going into like training mode and practice and story and all that sort of stuff playing 1v1 in that game or just playing with one character feels extremely limited they definitely like, have a shorter move list than and that, most and other I can fighting understand. games but I That's have I to understand. heavily disagree with you that their stuff's all the same no it feels the same everything feels the same especially when like obviously you have like the same combo but like the easy combo part where i can just mash x max y they all feel the same well of course with, like the exception of the same yeah i know and that's what i don't like i don't like how these, all these characters feel the same i want like a different sort of play style with but each character it's literally just the auto combos that feel the same and even then they are but that's what I'm saying. Like, the auto combos and stuff feel the same. And then after that, they have about, like, four actual combos in tutorial-wise to teach you. To which then, like, okay, if I really want, I'll, I'll look into it and play that character and, and I'll figure out more combos and that sort of stuff. But you have to do that with three characters in total rather than just one. Yeah. Where I feel like I'm putting in more effort to learn this group when 
I feel more satisfaction from just playing an individual character with a more extensive move list. This this sounds entirely like all the characters in League of Legends are the same because they all can right click. That's nothing. Yes, it's, no, it, it's, exactly. it's a combination of Kenny wants would prefer to play games of just a single character because he wants to learn and get deeper into a single character. Because when I and feel honestly, like, uh, when I, was, I get your issues with Dragon Ball, mm. they're mostly it's not like a, they're mostly wrong. But the problem is when you're coming at it, all the in-game tutorials feel that way because the tutorials that's what, that's in the what, that's game suck. Like, so even I'm though that's an the game. incorrect, an incorrect assessment of the characters, it is a correct assessment of how characters can feel when you're coming into the game. That's what I'm saying. Like initially, like that's the reason because I bought the game long ago and I played it. I'm like, these all just feel the same. This this feels almost boring because I don't feel like I'm playing unique characters i feel like i'm playing the same character like an unnamed character with just the same moveset even though the animations look different i'm literally just pressing x x x x x x y y y y b b b and as much as it looks different on screen i am essentially just pressing x a whole bunch of times and it's like these don't feel like characters and then, like, you get into the combo part, which is, okay, that's a change-up. Like, like the, the, obviously, the combos make it different, but the fighting is based around a 3v3. And that's how I understand why they have basic combos for all these characters and have, like, a certain amount of combos to work with because having, like, free people's combos to have to remember would be a strenuous task in one match. Like, so flooding the, the the player with so many move lists it's not only intimidating but it's it's almost impossible to remember free people's uh move lists in one match so that's why it's simplified down and i was like okay i understand that but it makes each individual character like for me feel bad so like when i'm fighting as like a one-on-one character unless i'm bringing another character in for like an assist or something like that they just all feel the same and that's that's i wouldn't say it's my problem because i'm not hating on dragon ball z this is how the game's made i'm saying like the lack of personality or the lack of movesets for each character is not how i like to play so that's what I'm trying to say. It's like the fact that I feel that these characters all feel the same is probably why I bounced off Dragon Ball Fighters so long ago. And that's why I prefer like Tekken. That's why I prefer like the original Guilty Gear stuff because each character like has their own unique abilities and that sort of stuff. Even though like inputs might like inputs might be the same for a certain ability, that ability does something completely different and can be mixed up in a whole bunch of different ways. Same thing with like Dragon Ball Z's, Dragon Ball Fighters characters, but they're so limited from what the game teaches you. And like, it's like, okay, yeah, but these characters are good though, but they're DLC characters. Like, but I already paid like 
80 bucks for the game. I don't want to keep paying more money just to get a different aspect of the game. I want to have fun with the 80 bucks that I spent with the game initially. And the fact that they don't really feel that fun is why I bounced off it in the first place. That's my argument. Hello? Yeah, we're, we're here. We're just processing. I noticed. Yes, it's processing. What are you processing? I'm processing. Would you? Would it have helped you if their animations were different? No. <laughs> because no, no, it's got it's... nothing to do with the animations. It's got all to do with the input. Your input to the character. Well, since all the characters have the exact same for a proper bread and well, for a proper combo for a character should never just be you mashing X or square or whatever. That, that but it's one of the main parts of the game is the bread and butter combos, the setups. You you know that scene in Kung Fu Panda where I haven't watched Kung Fu Panda. Oh Jesus Christ! All right, so I'm gonna have to fucking so the panda comes to the fucking dojo and he's like. Start me at level zero. I was like, on, and he points to that big foot, like this big fat training dummy. And then the fucking, the, the sensei or the master of the dojo is like, we use that to prop the door open when it's hot and to train children. It, it's like you're the panda and you punch the training dummy and you go, okay, bored now. So, but, but you oh, didn't no. do anything. No, that's completely not the point. Then I don't, I'm not, I fail to see your point. Basically, Imagine that scene of Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Now, imagine there's 10 dummies, 10 fighting dummies, all different shapes and sizes with all different looks. Mm -hmm. Now, imagine me just punching it in the face once, and that's that dummy defeated. Okay. It's, it's regardless how different they look or how they set up, the execution all feels the same. Right. So, what's the... I feel there's, like, there's not a lot of point unless you're learning the combos and the combos are very restricted like there isn't much the game teaches you in terms of combos when they pretty much limit each character to four combos from the regular tutorial stuff so it's like okay this character is essentially these combos Again, this is boiling down to I, I get this is your experience But this is boiling more down to And this is something that's pretty widely agreed Dragon Ball Fighters uh, Tutorial fucking sucks you know, I'm, I'm not saying that like, it, Coming into the game Like, I'm going, okay There's this combo But I can't really get a feel for the characters From anything in game so I don't know which character I want to invest time in because I don't really get a feel from the characters when all the inputs feel the same. Whereas with Guilty Gear, I, I instantly picked up which character was one that felt good for me. And it's because their fighting style is... Like, the move list and the fighting style is so like, speaks to me so well that like this is something i gel well with where in dragon ball fighters like all the resources they give you are not good they are not and as you said the wider regard is fucking terrible cool but 
when I've tried the thing and still haven't got a feel for what character does really what because all the inputs feel the same, then I just sort of just bounce off of it. I was like, all right, I'm just going to go play a different fighting game. And that's how I feel with Dragon Ball Fighters. It's like, okay, I, I did like combo challenges for like almost all the casts that I have. And except for, uh, except for a few which have different bread and butter setups, which is like with Barris, how he goes under and shit like that. They all, the inputs feel the same. I don't really feel like I'm playing a different character if those inputs just kind of feel the same. And that's why I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back to, you know, a different fighting game, which when I play a di like a different character, like with Tekken, Tekken played King fucking instantly knew he was my character to play because how I picked up a feel of how he plays. He's a grappler. He's a strong gra grappler and he fucking do some heavy, slow moves. But when they land, they're fucking great. So like, but I don't get a feel. I don't get a read on what character really feels like unless I do research into these characters, like exterior research into these characters. And then looking into those characters, because I, I was, I kind of felt like Goku Blue was what what I, I seem to be gelling with. All the tutorials I found outside is just the same shit I've done inside the game. So like, it's like, okay, I really have to look deep to try and figure out what characters play like what styles. And unless you're really into Dragon Ball, I just bounced off. And I was thinking like, I like Dragon Ball Z, but I don't like Dragon Ball Z that much. Well, to like spend so much time, so much of my time trying to just figure out what character would be something I like. And that's why, like, that's why I feel like games like Tekken, like Guilty Gear, like Blaze Blue, they all differentiate from Dragon Ball Z because the character you play, you instantly get a feel of their play style just playing them. And that's this that's sounds, what I that's uh, what I like. I would say that's less of an issue with the game and more than just you bouncing off. I'm each not saying it's an style. issue with the game. I'm saying because of this style, I bounced off the game. And I said, I'm not saying Dragon Ball Z is a bad game. It's not. It's, it's obviously a popular game. But for me, it's not my fighting game. Yeah, it's I not something that, that I enjoy your, playing. Your arguments against it are obviously personal. Like, they're not... Yeah, I'm not to, saying... I said, and I'm the, not re saying the reason it's a I'm, thing. I'm bringing this up is... I got into Dragon Ball Fighters hard, as you're aware, right? Yeah. Before playing it, the only Dragon Ball I'd watched was a bit of the Abridged series from Team Four Star, mm. and I'd never played a fighting game before. And I mm. could instantly look at the characters and, again, pick one, in this case, hit, and go, I know how this character plays. You see, I couldn't do that because... I played all the characters. Like, I didn't just play one character and stick with that character. I played all the characters to see which one works for me. And the fact that even after playing all the characters, I still couldn't figure out which character works for me. I was like, I'll have a look into it. And the only thing that I saw when I can, I can kind of get into this was Goku Blue. And then I looked up online extra shit about him, and it's like all... All the tutorials I found 
which just regurgitated what the game's already told me. And I'm like, okay, so there's... Obviously, I need to be searching up something more specific. Like, I looked up Goku Blue fight style. Fighting style. And still same shit. Like, oh, here's his combo. Here's this combo. Okay, now, here's a little combo for him. That does this. And I'm like, yeah, but... That's just... How does he play? What kind of character is he? Is he like a fast character? Is he like a heavy bruiser? That sort of stuff. I couldn't get that from playing anything. And then even when there's characters, like they all feel the same, but this character feels worse for some reason. Like Freezer, it just feels worse. It just feels so slow and sluggish. So usually, like you would have like the heavy bruisers, like with um, fucking. Uh, I can't remember his name, but uh, the guy of the brown paper bag head in Guilty Gear. He's slow moving, but he hits like a fucking truck. Uh, forced or Potemkin? Forced. Forced. Like, they're slow, they're slow moving, hitting like a truck, and that's usually the trait. You usually have fast characters that are, like, they slowly whittle down health, or you have slow, heavy characters that do real hits that pay off if you land them and stuff like that. Like, there are different play styles presented in these characters. But when I play Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Fighters, I couldn't feel the play style. I couldn't feel the play style they were doing because, they, to me, they all felt the same. And I was like, okay, well, I'm just, I might dabble in Dragon Ball Z every now and then, just because I still haven't gotten a hold of like the free character thing, because it's completely different to anything I've ever played. Like, I there, I have been like free, free, uh, like tag tournament shit, that, that. Fucking losing my words. Tag tournament shit, in which you use multiple characters in the same round. And I understand having three characters on one team in one round or in one match with an extensive mood list would be incredibly intimidating, if not daunting, on people playing it. Because, one, it'd be hard to balance. Two, it'd be hard to adjust. Well, it's like, okay, you have all these things, and then you've got to remember three people's combos, and then you need to remember all the combos together. And it's like, that would just be way too much information for an average person and this game is obviously marketed to the like to a broader audience thus the sort of dumbed down uh entry level fighting but even from like an entry level fighting i couldn't get an idea of what character i like because to me they all felt the same some characters worse than others and i couldn't get a like i am more of a I like playing fast characters. Fast characters um, that can get in out easily, that can move around the field quite like with quite agile characters. I couldn't get a read on what character is agile in Dragon Ball Fighters. Hit. Yeah, hit. Yeah, but he feels slow. He fe- like he might be an agile character, but I'm sitting here around like okay. I can do dashes, but like to move around the fi- move around the field, I have to be doing this and that and that. Plus, I also have to worry about my other characters, and like it just doesn't feel like an agile character. And that's why I'm like, okay, I'm just. I said I'll dabble in Drag Wall Fighters, but it's not gonna be a main fighting game for me at all. Yeah. Ciao. Mm. Ciao. Was your week? Uh, my week was pretty, pretty chill. 
uh, the Empyrean update for Warframe came out, so I've been playing the absolute living fuck out of that. Built my built my spaceship in that, so I've been mm. absolutely loving that. Um, Ivara Prime dropped, so I got that, which helped me also fund make my ship look nice and pretty. So instead of going with the um, real stocky design they've got for the main one, I bought the sleeker, more smooth model. And that looks really good. But no, the ship combat is absolutely incredible. Like, Empyrean delivered on everything they said they were going to deliver on, and it's absolutely incredible. Like, holy shit. There were some bugs that, like, because I played it this... They announced it during the Game Awards, and as soon as they said... Like, Rebecca came on, and um, she uh, they, they asked her, like, oh, we heard you were doing this thing with your space ninjas. You were turning them into space pirates. Uh, when, when do you think that'll be coming out? And she just looks right at the camera and goes, "Now." So that was that was pretty fun. I downloaded the update, uh, got into playing it. It started off pretty buggy, but that's what you expect from Warframe. Uh, but they've already like patched out like the majority of those bugs. And that's really quick on them. So props to them for that. Oh yeah, it's the main focus of Warframe right now. Yeah, but that also means existing bugs are going to be left for the wayside for a bit no they they get on some they get on the major bugs like pretty much immediately and then they take care of the little ones as they go major bugs need to be dealt with immediately otherwise the game's in a broken state yeah but like the fucking Empyrean came out was it on the weekend like last weekend that was when the game awards right were yeah yes last friday last friday yeah so they've already got majority like they've already got the big nasty bugs squashed pretty much as i said they're obviously going to be focusing on that because the new update is the bread and butter now yeah the money maker and holy shit people are going to come back into warframe and buy more plat I don't know. I, I, when I played Warframe, I was like, yeah, this is fun for a bit. Because the only reason I played Warframe was because of this Imperial update with the ships thing. Mm-hmm. And then I see the ships, I'm like, I, I can't be bothered. I really can't. <laughs> like, Warframe was fun. I even put a little money into it. But then I said, it's like, Imperial Warframe's appearing out. Like, I, I just can't be bothered getting back into Warframe. This is too much. What, what do you, that, what do you that mean? I think, that I think. What do you mean is too much? Warframe is probably one of the most intimidating games to get into. Well, oh uh, yeah, easily. If you if you don't have someone holding your hand, it is it is pretty intimidating to get started on so Warframe. So I had like a whole bunch of you holding my hand, and even then, like for like the couple of months I played it, there was still shit I still didn't understand. That was that was mainly our fault because like you'd ask a question and then you'd get three different explanations from me, Brian, no, 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 and it's, Josh. It's not just that. It's the fact that like, oh, you know, I was still running into new shit which I haven't seen yet and hasn't been explained to me in any way, shape or form. Mm. So I was like, oh, what about this? He goes, oh, this. And, okay, something new's come up. And what about this? And I says, oh, okay, what about this mission? This this thing's meant to spawn. Oh, it hasn't spawned. Oh, it hasn't spawned for the last fucking week. Oh, fucking try something else then. All right, that. What about that? Oh, my. And just kept running into that. It's like every, every new thing that you do comes with, like, a caveat of mechanics that just are not explained in-game. You need someone to be the fucking translator for mm. you. You need someone who knows uh, 
Warframe like our friend Briar. He knows Warframe, pretty much all of Warframe. But you need him like pretty much every time you play the game because something new will always come up that just isn't explained. Yeah. I remember I remember playing fucking Warframe when it was like I think a planet in four warframes. This was when like Loki was a starter frame. Yeah. And I just, I picked Loki and then like, I fucking jump back to the game and the only frame I own is Loki. Everyone's like, how the fuck do you buy Loki? I was like, I didn't buy him. He was, he was the fucking warframe available to me when I played. And it's like, Oh, you're that old. I'm like, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> yeah. No, that's when I got into Warframe as well. And then I fell off it for like a year or so and came back and I'm like, holy fucking shit, everything has changed. Yeah. But yeah, I've dedicated like, like over a thousand hours into it now. So I'm, I'm pretty fluent in Warframe speak. I feel that I can't dedicate an excessive amount of time into a game anymore. Like, the only two games I've dedicated a, like multiple thousands of hours into is Counter-Strike and League mm. and Counter-Strike I stopped a long time ago uh, League I'm only getting back into now but it's only for like normals I'm straight up not doing ranked or if I am doing ranked it's not like a serious ranked thing it'll probably be like the 5v5 flex with some friends just to fucking fuck about oh pardon me fuck about mm. but I just am not touching ranked at all because as soon as I, like, that's the reason I quit League in the first place was because I was trying ranked and you take the game too seriously and you end up hating the game, but you still play it. Yeah. It's an aneurysm waiting to happen. So like after Jaden's so- burnout on, uh, on that ranked game, I'm pretty much just, I don't fucking care about League anymore. Like I'll come on every now and again to play with you guys just to make up a five stack. But if we're not going to be a five stack, I'm not going to bother. I said I play I still love how angry people get it is it is my joy it's just seeing how fucking salty people get whether they're winning or losing if they're winning then I still give them shit if if they're losing and they're fucking being salty about it I, I won't intentionally go fuck you guys fuck you you know you piece of shit I'll just be like hard losers and like shit like that very very childish like yeah intentionally childish not like serious not not sweaty uh, 12 year old try hard childish but like yeah just more like hard losers I bet you kiss kiss your mum yeah like that (laughs) playground childish yeah and especially when teammates on our team fucking get angry it is just hilarious like, because- oh, we, were, we were playing a game, was it last night, that we were up against a, a Yasuo? I was playing, yeah, it was Yasuo mid, and it was mm. me playing as Lux, and I was just running a train on him the entire game. Yeah, but he wasn't saying anything. Yeah, no, he wasn't. But, like, you can tell from his playstyle and how he changed it, because after I killed him the first time, he immediately just ran back into lane and tried to fight me again and died a second time. Hmm. You can see people when they're on tilt, but yeah. interacting yeah. when they're on tilt is is, yeah. is my fucking. Oh, there was also like that Silas that um hated hated us. You know, Silas, it's, I I fucking feel like how can I put it? Silas acted like someone we know, 
Where it's oh, yes. like, why the fuck didn't this happen? You know, okay, I guess this hap- like this happened. That doesn't make sense, yada, yada, yada. And I was just like, I bet it sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> Poked a bear. Uh, wasn't talking to you. Well, you're fucking typing in all chat, so yes, you were. <laughs> so... Yeah, that, that's that's why I get. It. I even changed my name in League I, to. I, I think I it was think Please that's Be Salty, please. Accurately describes you in League, Kenny. Or in, in. You like poking the bear. Yeah. Like, even at the end of the game, I was still like, GG, well played, sort of thing. Like, you know, I'm not going to be like a full dick, but I will be an annoying asshole. And that's just me. Like a hemorrhoid. Uh, like a hemorrhoid. Is that exterior or an uh, It's when the interior thing. becomes exterior. Ooh. Oh, that's like prolapse, isn't it? Yeah. The, you, you, the hemorrhoids are inside the ring of your asshole. They, they would help keep your asshole shut, I believe. I'm, I'm not too sure on the that's function of hemorrhoids. Yeah, no, that's the sphincter. The but the, I think the, hemorrho- the hemorrhoids are part of the sphincter. When they become inflamed, they exit your anus. What a time to be alive. Yep. And also, our own medical are out to get us. Yep. All right, so that's your week. Yeah, that's pretty much my week. Just Warframe and Gotcha shit. As usual, you yep. boys and your Gotcha. Yep. Oh, so my week has been, I would say, all over the place <laughs> in Dragon terms Ball. of gaming. Uh, Dragon Ball. There's Guilty Gear XR. There's uh, the Resident Evil 2 remake, um, playing Resident Evil 1 remake, uh, played Resident Evil 3 with the updated uh, visuals. Um, The reason why I'm playing all these Resident Evil games is because of Resident Evil remake being announced at State of Play. Oh, yeah. So, like, that was fucking good. Like, I like how they sort of bait you. It's like, here's, here's something from Project Resistance. And then they have that first-person aspect of which looks like someone's being tailed by Mr. X. But I fucking heard Nemesis say stars in the most incoherent way. I'm like, that's Nemesis. <laughs> and I then, know that and character. And then you see fucking Jill burst out the flaming door, like at the very beginning of Resident Evil 3, how she literally blows out of a fucking building. I'm like, oh, oh, and it looks so good. And so the fact that Resident Evil 3 has been announced for like April, I'm like, man, I just want to play through Resident Evil again. And like, I was sitting there going, man, I, I was thinking up at work, it's like, maybe I should go through like every Resident Evil game I can. Or like, I'm not going to be playing like the shitty mobile fucking I don't know the, the mobile games made for the old Motorola game, like Motorola phones or shit like that. I'm playing like mainly focusing on the mainline series with um, like games like Gaiden, Revelations, and Outbreak included. Maybe like I'll probably play Dead Aim, Dead Aim, and Survivor as well. But basically, all the mainline things. Fuck, I'll even give give Umbrella Core a fucking. Uh, a good shake of the sauce bottle even though that game is actual AIDS like that game killed your gunda uh, that's okay. how bad that shit is 
it is horrid there is a video up on my personal youtube channel of the umbrella corp experience in which you need to kill enemies and pick up vials that they break in order to complete the mission and uh they have like a callback to a resident evil format which is the village and all i did right was just jump on the roof and kept killing a crow that would respawn in the same place out of thin air every couple of seconds like it's literally just that a bird spawns out of thin air shoot it pick up the vial rinse repeat that is how bad this game was made and the worst part about it was oh we're gonna make this game to sort of captivate on the esports scene <laughs> oh Ah, uh, yes, because that, that's what all Resident Evil fans want, an eSports game. An eSports like, third-person shooter. Like, the game is just horrid. It's not buggy, it's just horribly designed. <laughs> it's not buggy, it's just bad. Yeah, it's just genuinely horribly designed. As I said, like, this is the one map where you just basically stand on a roof, kill a crow that spawns, pick up his vial and keep doing that till the mission's over nothing can get you on that roof and you're literally right under where the bur- the fucking crow spawns so i'm sitting there going like this is umbrella corp in a nutshell but yeah they're like we want to captivate on the fucking esports scene i'm like what fucking resident evil audience member is going we need representation in esports that game like even when they released the game, there's no way they thought this is going to be considered an esports game. It was quite literally dead on arrival. People only bought it because it cost a dollar. And even when they bought it, no one's playing online. Like, straight up. In fact, just to humor myself, if my thing can light up, so let's mm-hmm. go to Steam charts. Oh, we got we got to look at the Steam charts on this game now. Yeah, we're going to see how many people are actually playing it as of now. I I want to say seven. That's that's my number. I'm saying seven. All right, let's let's get a fucking let's get a bit of a guessing game going. How many people do you think have played on average over the last thirty days, Alex? Seven. Per day, Jaden. Over no, on average, over the last thirty days. Oh, what's the average in current player count? Yes, over the last uh, thirty I'm days. I was four. So four and seven. Mm-hmm. You're both wrong. It's one. Was it you? No, I I uninstalled it. Ah, okay. <laughs> and that no shit is minus thirteen percent over the last month. Huh. So like, wait. So how do you get minus thirteen percent? Is that like so? Two apparently, people played it. Apparently, one point one three people played it over the last <laughs> month. <laughs> so one point one one popular. Just just it's just a little unpopular. Oh my god. I can't even look into the nitty gritties of it. I click on it and it's like, hey, 
we have trouble dealing with this. Let's have a look at another game. See if that. Okay, so Steam Steam Charts is actually down on that aspect. But yeah, one player one player average over a month. Someone bought it, gave it a whirl, and just put it down. <laughs> so yeah, they probably played less than I'll, their uh, two hours. I will, I will give that it. a fair. I'll give that a fair. Not even a fair. I'll give it a fucking. I'll humor it. I'll humor it by yelling at the sauce bottle. <laughs> just because it is one of the spin-off series that you know actually had some actually had like a proper release they were advertising the shit out of this game and everyone was just like for who who wants this you do you want this is this you i'm looking at you public the, so yeah, the general fucking, public general public yes yeah, so fucking i'll give that a shot but yeah i was i was thinking this up at work i'm like man what if i play the entire resident evil series literally two days later a YouTuber go, who goes by Angriest Pat is like, hey, Resident Evil 3 remake is pretty fucking hyped. I'm going to go play through the mainline series up until release. I went, oh, fuck off. <laughs> like, one, like, I, I, I'm I, still going to play it, but, I'm, but like most of my time is going to go to watching him play it as well because I fucking love Pat. He's like my favorite YouTuber. And two... Man, I thought I was. I thought I, I thought I was going to have like something of an original idea because I was going to stream it, even though I still need to finish my Dark Souls free charity stream, which I'm like at 47 deaths and nearing the final area. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do, just so I'm not completely fucking poor, is once I beat the main game, I'm going to count those deaths up and then donate that money, and then I'm going to do the DLC separately. So like the separate death counter for the DLCs and then separate death counter for the other DLC. So I'm not fucking forking out like 150 bucks at once. Oh, is this Jesus. because you haven't played the Dark Souls 3 DLCs yet? Yeah. Yeah, so you're that's, just kind of going... Like, I haven't, I haven't played, played the DLCs yet. These, so the other ones, I kind of played a bit and I can afford to do this, but the ones I haven't played and where I'm just dying repeatedly on trial and error, no. Oh, it's like, no, like, when it comes to like that it's not so much like a trial and error aspect it's more of like there will be a trial and error aspect to it but generally i treat the game the way i treat like all other dark souls so even like new areas i don't usually die a lot because of um like just how i play is really defensively until i get an idea what they're doing so essentially like trial and error but not trying not to die doing it but yeah like the one thing that upsets me about Dark Souls 3 is how it handles its parry system because I'm so used to Dark Souls 1 and 2 parry system and Dark Souls 3 changes up a little bit to the point where like, oh man, I can't consistently parry. Like in Dark Souls 1 and 2, I can consistently parry. Dark Souls 2, I can parry, but the riposte system's fucking retarded. And Dark Souls 3 riposte systems like Dark Souls 1, but the parry is just slightly different enough for me to go, I have to fucking try and learn this new way of parrying. And 
my lizard brain keeps going back to Dark Souls 1 pairing. So it's fucking, it's, it's a hard to deal with. It's like, I want to learn it, but my brain tells me, no, you're not unlearning this. You're not unlearning Dark Souls 1 parry. So, because parrying is like a big part of my moveset. Uh, so yeah, we're doing that. Resident Evil streams. Uh, I beat Resident Evil 3 today on stream. Only two sessions because it's like a quick game. But some motherfucker out there is doing fucking like the Lord Jesus Christ work for him because uh, they're using that AI learning fucking machinery to uh, fix up what is it? Let's see if there's a name behind it. Uh, Mo Artis. So, by the looks of it, Mo Artis is the one who did... Basically, they used the AI machine learning to upscale and sharpen the resolution of the pre-rendered backgrounds and items in Resident Evil 3. So, it looks like a HD remaster. Not a remake, a remaster. So it's the same old Resident Evil 3, just looks really fucking good. Like, really sharp and nice. So, like, kudos to you. They're using the GameCube version because the GameCube has an emulator called Dolphin, which allows you to import texture packs to, you know, upgrade textures and all that sort of stuff or import textures, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're using that to import the upscaled resolution pre-rendered backgrounds and items so the game looks like a HD master. They did the exact same thing Resident Evil 2 and it was a godsend. Uh, so yeah, I've been playing doing Resident Evil. Um, I've been getting back into Vanquish. Like Vanquish is a good fun game. Not a lot to say about it other than like the guy's pretty, the main character Sam is pretty cool because he's all like, man, I play by my own rules and get results but I care about my fellow soldiers. And like, I don't know. You don't get to see that so much in uh, games these days where you have a main character that, like, acts like a complete badass, but at the same time is, like, extremely loyal and helpful. They're usually like, I'm a, I'm a lone person. Like, no one was my friend. I don't need friends, yada, yada, yada. It's like, like no, I'm going to help you. I'm going to fucking put my neck out to help make sure these common soldiers stay alive. And I think that's pretty fucking cool. So on your platinum for doing something like that. Uh, also, last on my gaming list was uh, the Resident Evil RPD demo. So if you haven't played the Resident Evil 2 remake and don't want to touch the 30-minute demo, you can now download the Resident Evil 2 RPD demo on Steam and fucking, uh, I'm guessing, PlayStation and Xbox, where you can play the RPD demo for as long as you want but for some reason they decided to add nemesis yelling stars when you enter the raccoon city police department courtyard and only in the demo though which is weird like it would be nice if they added it to the main game but they didn't they only added it to the rpd demo of nemesis saying stars huh. so yeah that's that's pretty interesting so that's my week so now it's fucking duck off to Zenus, which which is Fallout uh, seventy six. No, we Fallout seventy six is in the news, but we're essentially beating a dead horse with the stick it gave us. Oh, well, no. yeah, it gave but us that's, the that's what Todd Coward wants us to do. 
Fallout it gave us a stick. Up again. That, that covers it. Yeah. Yeah, but people want to know Straight how up, they hackers, fucked up. Well, hackers are able to fucking import items from Fallout 4 and shit like that. Um, if you got the article there, do you have the article there? Nope. Oh, let me find it for you. For, I'm just right full out and let's see where shit broke. Uh, players apparently hacking NPCs in a fallout. Okay. No, I can't see the final article. All right. So basically fallout, um, hackers were able to import items in order to, uh, basically hack and break the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, not to mention armor, and armor is broken in Fallout right now due to a patch which broke the game again. Mm. And uh, they also introduced a weapon that can kill people regardless if they're in pacifist mode. Ooh. Which, so... Yeah, the weapon, they fucked up again. I don't know. They fucked up Freak. Like, they, so Fallout 76 was just getting jealous over the Stadia's reputation. Just getting jealous. Sadia keeps fucking up. Why aren't we in the news? We need to do something. I <laughs> know. Oh, let's make a weapon mm -hmm. that can't directly kill people in pacifist mode. But it creates so environmental effects. Creates environmental effects, which does kill people in pacifist mode. So they brought it like a nuclear mine sort of thing. So the initial blast doesn't like damage anyone in pacifist mode because they're in pacifist mode. But it does create radiation like incredible amounts of radiation which does kill people in pacifist mode because it's an environmental damage not player versus player damage so that is fan-fucking-tastic I tell you that much for free yep. um fucking we ain't surprised so another thing done on the list is respawn has a job listing which indicates a single, another single-player Star Wars game coming out, or DLC for the existing one. Could be too. Um, well, of course it? it'll be one or the other. Like Fallen Order succeeded so hard that they'd be idiots if they didn't follow up on it. Yeah, e EA would be idiots if they didn't follow up on it. But EA is greedy enough to follow up on it. Literally, Literally anyone this goes. would be dumb if they didn't follow. Like, yeah, it's money on the table. Yes, yeah. like. People, people already have the game in their hands. They will, since they do like Star Wars, like the Star Wars game, they are more likely to put more money into it. If the co like one, if the content's good, and two, if they already enjoy the game. So, uh, Games Radar noticed that Respawn is currently looking for a senior character artist, level designer, and a software engineer, all to work with the Star Wars team. Uh, engineer list states explicitly EA looking for a programmer to create incredible Star Wars experience who is invigorated by coding third person action adventure games uh, I'll just have a look at the article and discuss the in article invigorated quickly... is not the word I would use well, quickly discuss that work. I'm going to be back in a minute oh Jesus Christ Dante so Jaden are you invigorated to be coding third person action adventure games because <laughs> you know you are a programmer and all that uh, yes I really like that programming that I haven't done in a year and a half and I stopped doing because I quit uni because I wanted to kill myself. You know, I've got a great experience there. <laughs> well, that's, that's not what I'm getting at. Just, would you use the word invigorated to, uh, to describe uh, programming? Then Does again, programming invigorate you? 
no no it doesn't like i do actually enjoy doing it and and coding but a combination of those two halves like maybe i'm telling the truth and maybe that's just what all coders feel <laughs> <laughs> like you enjoy it and you get through working on a puzzle and you know it's basically working on a puzzle figuring out a solution to how you're going to put this together and make it work but holy shit when you're standing there going the i I know what I'm supposed to do, and I know there's an easy solution, but it's just not clicking. And uh, I compile it, and there's errors, and I compile it again, and there's no errors. So it's just kind of a coin flip whether it'll run or not. And I don't know what's causing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you're sitting there going, can I just shoot myself and have to not bother with it? I've, I've wanted to try my hand at coding myself. Like, just so- something something simple, but every time I sit down and I'm like, man, what do I want to do? And then I immediately lose all interest in it. From what I from what I know of you, I feel like you would not be patient enough to code. Yeah. Fuck, I'm barely patient enough to write. Cause, uh, fuck. So I've told you, I'm writing a book. Yeah, that's I've made that abundantly clear. Yes, yes. Have you actually got past the first chapter yet? I'm up to the third. So uh, you so are actually I writing it now rather than just saying you're writing it after doing off. half a chapter and leaving it there for six months. Yeah, I've had <laughs> I've gotten the first two chapters done. Uh, but I've got a I've got a, actually a chapter guide now which covers the first four chapters of the book. And I will then after chapter five, like after I get to the fourth chapter, I'm then going to go back to the chapter guide and replan out how the story flows. So it, you know, sort of has like that freshness to it instead of just you know step by step writing it it's because i want to be able to evolve the story down a path that seems natural as as i'm writing so it do out you, do you have a plan for it at the moment uh Are you yes. talking about your novel yes like how do we get from star wars to your novel i asked uh, Jaden whether he was invigorated by coding and i basically not. responded with look coding can be enjoyable and figuring out the puzzles and how to do it's enjoyable but at the same time i'm convinced every coder wants to kill themselves due to coding at some point during their career yeah um <laughs> i can see that and then no. i was saying i don't think alex would be patient enough to do coding and he's like well he's barely patient enough to, to write his book which he's actually started writing rather than just sitting on half a chapter for six months but saying it's in progress Yes, I'm, uh, it's now actually in progress. With the, I'm, I'm currently writing the third chapter, which I've already broken the chapter guide because I'm reading the chapter guide right now. Um, this, uh, the fight that I'm about to write was about was supposed to take place in the second chapter, but it did not flow as nicely. So I've moved it into the third chapter, which has extended the third chapter by oh, probably like an extra page or two. But I'm writing this on A4 paper, so when it's converted down into A5 <coughs> paper, it's probably like another two or three pages longer than it was supposed to be but that's fine because i'm here i'm here to write a novel not a fucking you know those books that you'd find at the book fair that'd be like i don't know you're it's not, about the thickness of your writing, flat screen you're not writing a short story and you're not you don't have a word count limit yeah i have the feeling that you'll try to self-publish and that's not going to go well i not i will not be self-publishing i will try to maybe do it with amazon that's like my first protocol, and if I can't go anywhere oh, yeah, with Amazon, Amazon, you know, with great books like whatever smut they have on there. <laughs> well, that's that's my thing. If they're gonna let that shit on there, clearly they're gonna let me on there. The the, the fucking. Uh, I'm gonna deviate for one second. 
Like, I'm almost at 6,000 words, and I've only just started the third chapter. That's not um, necessarily a good thing. Well, no, well, it's... That's, that's how much I'm enjoying not having a word limit. Erotic stories for Poonjabby Widows. Oh, God. <laughs> what the actual <laughs> fuck? Kenny is that processing. could not be. That could not be any more specific <laughs> if they tried. Is it this? These are stories for only Punjabi women whose husbands have died. <laughs> <laughs> well. I guess if there's a market for it. There's the title of our podcast. <laughs> Erotic <laughs> stories for Poonjabi widows. <laughs> it's wildly hilarious, warm, and funny. Good housekeeping. What? What? <laughs> what? That's a review? <laughs> this is your competition, Alex. <laughs> You That's not my genre. It's fierce. It's cutthroat out here. <laughs> That's you, not my genre. Yeah, if, if you lose to that, Alex, oh boy. Check it. How many sales does that book have, please? At least 12. I, I don't think it says. It doesn't tell you how many people. How many reviews are there? Seven. Seven. I told you it's specific. <laughs> I don't see a fucking Caucasian male fucking who's got four kids buying this book no this is erotic stories for Punjabi widows <laughs> get with the program I don't want to get just with imagine, this program. I can just imagine someone like man I wish my husband I, I wish my husband died so I could read this what live out your erotic Punjabi widow fantasies <laughs> what the fuck alright so you know how Amazon has like people who bought this bought these as well yeah um it's cucumbers in a dildo isn't it nope <laughs> so the frequently bought together is one erotic stories for Punjabi widows two little fires everywhere uh fucking Give us a detail. It, uh, it's just reviews. Book description. New York Times top 10 bestseller. What a fucking description. Uh, Lies. And Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine. That's it. That's all I got. That, that's, that's it? That's it. People bore that shit together. One's an erotic book. Two are not... <laughs> <laughs> Not even the same authors. <laughs> ah, so, next article. Uh, uh, the announcements at the Game Awards. Yes, majority of so, them were disappointing. So, all pretty much majority of mine and Alex nomination ones that we wanted to win didn't win. Yeah. And I think it's a downright fucking crime that the Resident Evil 2 remake won nothing. A downright crime. It was nominated for like three or four different things. Didn't win a single thing. But it lost them all to fucking Death Stranding. And Control. And Control. And Sekiro. Yeah, yeah, and Sekiro. Don't forget, Sekiro won the full game of the year. Which I'm happy with. It was my game. Unfortunately, of the year. but 
we can't all be winners, all right? I feel bad because everywhere I saw, everyone was like, dude, Resident Evil 2 remake is like, it has to win like at least some of these categories and fucking nada. Like not one. You ain't got shit. I, I don't even care if it won fucking best looking cover. I wanted to win something <laughs> because it deserves something. It deserves an award. I, I mean, it fucking won awards at pretty much every other personally held game award thing. Like it won game of the year at the Golden Joystick Awards. Yeah, but they don't count, but, do they? Yeah, they do. Hmm. They are. They are like. One of the larger game award things, Joy- Golden Joystick Awards, uh, Gamers Choice Awards. I don't know if it won anything at Gamers Choice Awards or something like that. But yeah, but do they win so, anything at the Teen Choice Awards? Oh yeah, um, Best Actor Under Sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they even have Resident Teen Choice remake. Awards? But yeah, um, so a couple of things were revealed. Uh, the Xbox fridge. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. What? The box box. Oh, yeah. The box box. It's not a box. It's it, a rectangle. It, fucking boxes can be rectangle. What do you think fridges come in? Yeah, but that's a cube. Boxes are cubes. No, boxes are not necessarily no. cubes. Hell, most packing containers are not squares or cubes. Well, they're, they're, they're rectangles. Well, guess what? It's not a box box. It is a box box. It's a fridge. It's an Xbox box. It's a box box. box. It's the it's Xbox box box fridge. No, you're wrong. It's the Xbox Series X, X, X. They're not calling it the Series <laughs> X. The XXX. What are they calling it then? They're they, calling they, it the they, Xbox. Are you? No, it's, you it's the Xbox me. Series X. That's... No, no, no. That's that's the model. That's that's the official. Na- that's the model title is the Series X. But its official name, the name they're going to put it on shelves as, is the Xbox. Uh, everywhere I'm seeing, it's called the Series X. I have no idea what you're talking about. All right, I'm going to go digging for a bit. If you have to go digging, I don't think you're correct. <laughs> no, because I, rem- I think it was Kotaku did this one here, so I'm going to have to go digging in there. The Xbox. Weren't you having a go at me for referencing a Kotaku article just once? Of course he was. No, I was saying, how dare you make me look at Kotaku with my own eyes. No, you were straight up saying, if it comes from Kotaku, I'm instantly dismissing it. If it's a review that comes from Kotaku, absolutely. No, this wasn't a review. This was the Pokemon thing where they talked about the uh, uh, polygon counts. Oh my god, their website layout is so fucking trash. But yeah, so as of now, it's still called the Series X. Here we go, found it. it's not Xbox Series X. It's apparently just Xbox uh, by Alex apparently, Walker. Apparently. Apparently is not a, a fucking An confirmation. interview with Business Insider, a Microsoft X uh, representative clarified the name we're carrying forward in the next generation is simply Xbox. 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 From a Microsoft so, representative. What are we meant to call the first Xbox? The first Xbox. But it's called the Xbox. No, it's called the first Xbox. We reckon that. Called, no, it's called Xbox. There is no the. We, we JK Rowling this, all right? No, it's, we didn't do shit. I know we didn't Neither do did shit. Xbox. But on behalf of Microsoft, we JK Rowling this shit, okay? 
It's now no. Let them let Xbox. them sit in that fucking ball of confusion. <laughs> so you got you got Xbox One. All right. So when we this is like Xbox One. It's like all right. Well, well, what we call the the original Xbox is called the Xbox. Cool. What do we call them with this Xbox? We call it Xbox. So we have Xbox, the Xbox, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. Mm. Someone needs to be fired. Look, they are living it too <laughs> fucking easy working over working at Xbox naming their consoles. They are getting it too easy. Hey, no well, yeah, one because oh, what are you going to call it? Um, we're going to call this one uh the Xbox. That's a that's a joke I made about Charizard. <laughs> There's going to be so many Charizards that they're eventually going to call Charizard the Charizard. They're going to name a fucking Charizard the Charizard. No, no, it's not the Xbox. It's, it's Xbox. 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 Yeah. yeah. There's no the. Which is what the first Xbox was called. Yeah. So that's what people were calling Xbox because of Xbox One. What do we call the original Xbox? We call it the Xbox. Cool. Yeah. And then you got the Xbox 360, then the Xbox One, and now you have Xbox. That looks like a fucking fridge. Yeah. Absolutely. It looks like a fucking fridge. I honestly do not know what the fuck's happening at Xbox. Xbox HQ. They're fucking... They're letting it loose. Telling you this. They're fucking going crazy. What do you mean they're going crazy? They're not fucking doing anything. All they did was snort a line of coke. And when the fucking boss came in and said, hey, what are we calling our new console? Someone just literally looked at the fucking name on the door the boss was holding open and went, Xbox? I was like, okay. And then closed it and left. Did someone say, Xbox? (laughs) Genius. Why didn't I think of that? (laughs) That's it. That's that's it. That's how they named it. That's all we got. We got a look. Uh, the controller is almost identical to the original, which is fine because it's a good layout. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, yeah, that's all we got. It's called the new Xbox. If they call it the new Xbox, it's I'm going to lose my shit. It's just Xbox. Well, on the thing, it's called the new Xbox. Well, on um, the fucking Business Insider, it's Xbox. That's so stupid, Sam. <laughs> also, we've got to look at uh, the Senua Saga. Oh, yes, I'm so pumped for that. I still haven't played the first one. I played about, like, 20 minutes of it. But I still I need to get to around to it. It's supposed to be really good. Well, I know it's really good. I got good. it on some... Mm. But uh, the trailer looks pretty messed up. The trailer like, looks so Senua, fucking nice. Senua looks like she's been through some shit. Well, she's always and, been uh, through prob- some shit. Yeah, but like she kind of signed up to a cult. Well, that's in which like, she's- that's well, she's from the I can't remember. What, I think she's like Germanic or um, sort of like Eastern European tribe area. Or was she British? I, I I'm not too sure exactly British. what. Well, like fucking Brit- Britannic, the the Britannic tribes, like they're not they're not the Norskan tribes, they're not the the Germanic tribes, like the Gauls. But I I think she was around there because she goes, the whole game is her kicking her way through Norse mythology. But I don't think she herself is from North Norse mythology. I think she's like exiled Germanic, but like she's definitely 
I don't know, like the face paint and shit she's got on in the trailer. That whole like fucking that Red fucking stripes and shit. Yeah, that that gritty tribal thing that's going on there with the fucking like. Oh, I love it! I love it! I absolutely love it! Like the the fucking scream screamer fucking death metal music. She's like singing with that cult shit. Well, oh, it Senua has, it is going to be an exclusive for Xbox and PC. <sighs> PC, we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> it's on PC. We're fine. Uh, so there. Senua for a second there. Godfall looks interesting to a degree. To a degree. No more can be said. It's the first no can be said. It's basically PS5 title though. Yeah, it'd be the first PS5. It'll be a release title for PS5. So basically a couple of uh, nifty looking armor wearing dudes looking at a big tall thing going, yep, that's it. <laughs> and that was yeah, that. That's that's a tall looking thing. That's a thing. Can't say I'm wrong. Yep. Uh so uh what bravely default 2 yes the, the, which is uh the new game from the mm. creators of bravely default the sequel to bravely default so are they skipping like bravely second completely in terms of law or is it a sequel to that i've got I bravely know. default I, I still need to finish that so there's that uh game called the weird west which is oh, like they, a... What were the developers of that again? There was something from a couple of games I know and like, but brain is escaping uh, Wolf Eye Studios. Does not ring a bell for me. Oh, they made Dishonored... No, co-creators of Dishonored and Prey. There we go. It's an action RPG experience, so that's interesting. Uh, League of Legends Ruin King? Yeah, that's a single-player game. One of the first things from their Riot Forge, which because they're doing this whole Riot Forge thing going, basically. They're making, it's a League of Legends story, yeah, they say. They're making actual games more than League of Legends. Well, yeah, that's that's the thing that, that was brought up pretty well um, when I heard it on a podcast I was listening to. It's like, League of Legends is doing something smart where they're branching out into other games that isn't MOBA because the last thing they want to do is create direct competition to their own games. Yeah. So they're making first-person games, they're making single-player games, they're making a fighting game. They're making an MMO, which was rumoured to be constantly on and off again, but who knows? Yeah. Um, fucking apparently... Brendan Green is making a new game called Prologue, the guy who made PUBG. Oh, boy. I can't wait for that buggy hacker Chinese-filled mess to start up. The trailer was, like, one of the most fucking dullest pieces of shit I've ever seen. Because all it is is a first-person view at a guy staring at a rock in a forest, looking around, title screen. That's it. hundred percent. I shit you not. I thought it was a tech demo. Doesn't even look like a tech demo. It's just like, I'm looking at a rock. I'm looking to the left, looking to the right. There's a lightning bolt and title. Oh, so, um, yeah, apparently they're still making PlayStation two games because, uh, the new fast and the furious game looks like oh, it is made I for the PlayStation two. Yeah. <laughs> 
because it looks god fucking awful in terms of characters, in terms of graphics, in terms of gameplay. And that's being nice. That is being quite generous. It legit looks like a PlayStation 2 game. Yeah. Like explosions, particles, fucking the characters Vin Diesel and fucking... Oh, what's that chick's name? Uh, Michelle Rodriguez. Don't even look remotely what they look like in real life. Imagine having to get up on stage as fucking Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez and have to fucking pitch that shit. Because they did. So so it's been published by Bandai Namco. Oh. uh, Made by Slightly Mad Studios. Who the fuck are that? Slightly Mad Studios. Oh my god, fucking. Slightly Mad Studios. God, hey, can you stop fucking meowing? Slightly Mad. Just slightly perturbed. Two decades of award winning simulation games. Oh shit. (laughs) What did they make? What games did you make? Explain your lunch to me. (laughs) <laughs> they made Project Cars 2. Uh, Red Bull Air Race. They made Project Cars. They made Test Drive Ferrari Racing. They made Shift 2. They made Need for Speed Shift. <laughs> the BMW M3 Challenge. And that's it. Hey, the uh, only two games from this thing I've heard of is Project Cars 1 and 2. That's it. No, I 20 even years before. 20 years and they've made seven games yep well that's because Banco that is more big... of a publisher yeah but they're the publisher Bank Bank number guys are publishers <laughs> slightly is insane bad... is the uh, studio in yeah uh, slightly mad studios is the one who are making the game slightly mad and oh, they made they made seven games in 20 years oh. so yeah uh, Final Fantasy Remake gets another fucking trailer. We, you pretty much just made a game movie out of the trailers of this fucking game because there's so many trailers for Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, another game, Humankind, Your Story, which it looks like a fucking one of those simulator games. Hmm. But don't know. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. Fucking. Some more of that fucking okay. Marvel gotcha shit. Is it? I think it's, I think it's a gotcha game. It's What's on the it Switch. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Nah, it's a twin stick shooter, but it looks all kind of like a twin stick shooter. Oh boy, we fucking. This gets better and better. Uh, Magic Legends, which is the MMO they're coming out with. It's going to be going to be weird because no one plays Magic for the lore. It's like it's like saying I play Yu-Gi-Oh because I want to know more about the Egyptian god. On the flip side, so, Magic, possessing a Magic lore boy. is actually pretty interesting. Actually, so I can actually, see actually, Yu-Gi-Oh lore is an Egyptian pharaoh possessing the body of a 14-year-old boy. Oh, my bad. Actually, he doesn't possess the body of the 14-year-old boy. He is trapped within the puzzle around the 14-year-old boy's neck, and the two of them switch places whenever um, the 14-year-old boy has to have a card game because apparently he's that shit. 
also there's also Naraka Blade Point, which kind of looks like a hybrid between Sekiro and Tenchu. Tenchu oh, being a little bit more of the action combat. I haven't seen that. Oh, oh no, I saw a little bit of that game, but that reminds me that Ghost of Tsushima got announced. No, it got oh, announced yeah. ages ago. No, oh, they got another. This is just another trailer. Oh, it's Naraka, not Naraka. Yeah, but oh, this is that said, fucking Naraka. China, the fucking China jank game. I don't know. It, it, looks it is. It is. This is polished. the game. It's like the only game China is producing that isn't f- shit or an MMO, um, and it still it's looks fucking by, jank as fuck. It looks literally just like a Sekiro clone. Entertainment, yeah, 24 Entertainment. Here it is on Steam. It literally looks like a fucking Sekiro clone all the way down to everything. It is It is 100% a Sekiro clone. No, not in combat. In combat, it looks exactly the same as Sekiro. No. It's yes. way too action-y for Sekiro. There's more, there's a lot more room for error. Uh, punishment is definitely not as harsh and there's more fucking actual hack and slash going rather than Sekiro's combat system. Uh, how many games have they made? Or how many games are they making? Uh, for the looks of it, there's what? only one. What, what are you That's talking about? I'm fucking... watching the trailer right now. The, the one they yeah. showed at the game figure. It is absolutely just Sekiro. It is Sekiro. No. All the way down to the combat and everything. No. Yes. No. I don't know what trailer uh, you watch, but this this is Sekiro. I'm watching the trailer they showed at the Game Awards. It is... All right, one, Sekiro is... Right, just show it to Jaden, and he'll be able to tell you how it's not fucking Sekiro all the way. Right. Fucking sending it to Jaden. I'm just going to put it in the but fucking I can't find chat. anything on this company. I can't find anything on this company. What, 24 Entertainment? Yeah. Yeah, because they operate out of China. You don't get to know shit, white boy. Yeah, literally, there's, I can't find a single thing about this company other than it's making this game. That's it. It's a fucking shadow corporation. Yep. Uh, what else is there? Nine to five, which is just some fucking weird thing where you see s- fucking rabbits doing Fortnite dances and some guy shoots a string going, what is this? And then that's it. Yep. Yeah, basically. Uh, no more heroes. That, that, that mm-hmm. just seemed like it's it's a generic shooter, but they put a little bit of character into it so people would actually give a shit. Even then, I don't. It's like someone got tired of watching all these kids do their fucking Fortnite dances and like, all right, that's but it. No More Heroes 3 got announced, which I'm kind of disappointed about because I still don't have anything to play it on. So that's the bummer. Yeah, uh, that's Sons of the Forest. That actually interested me, No More Heroes 3. Even Yeah. Even, I haven't, well, I haven't I played said, any been, of the previous ones. I played the first one. It was quite fun because it was on like the Wii. And it, uh, Tante, you need to shut the frick up. Otherwise, you're getting a pat to tell you not to meow. Uh, so, Sons of the Forest uh, looks interesting. Isn't that Ori, looked, Sons uh, of the Forest? No, no. no. Ori and the Wilderwisps is already announced. 
No. Ah. This is this more is of a, a horror game. This is a sequel to The Forest. The Forest. Oh, that's right. The only time... I've played The Forest once, and I was like... Literally, my experience was, all right, let's build, like, a base. Oh, we're being attacked by natives. Kill the natives. All right, let's continue building the base. Um, where are the natives gone? I don't know. Let's go looking for them. Went around the island and until we got the point, it says, this is not available <laughs> in this current build right now. And that's it. That was the entire game. So did you play the forest or did you go to colonize America? Because that's pretty much the same thing at this point. Yes, America, America's state said you cannot progress in this early build. <laughs> no, I um, meant like so- you, you rocked up, you tried to build a house and you got attacked by the natives. Yeah, I guess that's all colonizations, really. Yeah. Um, Surgeon Simulator 2, which is more the same thing. Uh, the Wolf Among Us 2, made by Telltale, a Telltale series. Did they die? Don't, I, it's a Telltale series. I don't think it's been made by Telltale. Because uh, Telltale don't exist. But, hey, there you go. Maybe all the people who worked at Telltale now moved over to this game. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, that's all the announcements for uh, Game Awards. Let's all give a fair round of applause to Sekiro for Game of the War- Game of the Year. Like I said, I'm happy about it. You, if if you if you haven't played Sekiro and you want to have a look at it, fucking ain't that convenient? Because we've got a Sekiro playthrough front to back on our channel that you can watch, played by someone who actually can play the game and not spend years and years banging their head against the wall, dying to a fucking gorilla boss every now and then. Who was? Because I've seen something like that. Who, who was that? Fucking, I can't remember. Well, I've never seen some we started play. recording this game about a week after it came out, after I'd already played it for approximately in the that entire week, week, approximately the entire week, like yep. more than sixty hours. Mm. So definitely go check that out. Well, what we're saying uh, is, Jaden is very good. Yes. Oh no, Jaden's got awful. No, mm. Jaden. He's good. He's good at Sekiro. But he's bad at a demon boss. <laughs> I'm bad at what? You, you, a demon boss. That one demon boss. That you died to like twice. Oh my God. Hey, how embarrassed are you? I, I died to it eight egg, times egg, and it took like 40 egg, minutes. Did it? Oh. Egg on your face. <laughs> Suffer in your jocks. Sunny side up. Suffer like G did. <laughs> That's fair enough. Oh. Anyway, so that's that's our news for us. So basically, Game Awards, slow news week. Other than uh, Resident Evil 3 in the Game Awards, that's pretty much it for news. So let's move on to our topic quickly, mm-hmm. which we can probably blast out very soon, is uh, uh, our topic for this week is your favourite weapon in a video game. Alex, I'm going to start with you. You All can right. go first. My favourite weapon in a video game... Uh, is the Sword of Aeons from the original Fable. Okay, well, tell us what it's about. Well, it is the... It's it's tied for the strongest sword in the game because it's the sword you get for 
um, sacrificing yours. It, it's the sword the main bad guy is after throughout the entire game. Like, that's the weapon he wants. And in order to get it, the blood of your family needs to be spilled in order to open it. So what you do is you defeat the final boss, and then your sister comes up to you, and she says, um, if you want, you can kill me and claim the sword for yourself. Or you could let me just go free. So being the very nice big brother that I was, I killed my sister and I took the sword. She, she asked. If she wasn't ready to die, she wouldn't have offered it. <laughs> you shouldn't offer it if you didn't want this to happen. Yeah. All right, so one one thing that gets me about fucking Fable is... Uh, Peter Molyneux. Your, your kind of rival slash friend, the black girl. The who? I can't... The, in Fable, you, ha- you have like a kind of rival slash friend who mm-hmm. you meet in the fucking village that you're saved from. So like, she's like, oh, you know, I'm better than you, but we can be friends. And then like you go into the Jack of Blades tournament and she's like, now if you want the fucking... Do you want the winnings? You have to kill your friend. And she's like, nah, we'll just leave. And then she looks at me and is going, we'll, we'll just leave, yeah? I'm just like, start sharpening my sword. <laughs> this bitch is going to get it. I've been waiting for this moment. I, I couldn't actually kill her. The game wouldn't let me. But now the game is telling me to actively do it. And you're going, oh, I yes, I have been actively would be, waiting to do this. It would be rude and disrespectful of me not to kill her. These yeah. people in the audience came for a show. They paid through the nose for these tickets only to get, like, the most anticlimactic walk away ever. No, blood will be shed. Her blood will be shed, mind you, not mine. You I'm will fucking... be beat. The beatings will come. There is no escape. Exactly. Yeah, no, I killed her so, as well. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. She fucking had it coming. Fucking, she was so annoying. Uh, so that's your favorite weapon? That is my favorite weapon. That weapon was fucking busted. Like, it automatically, like, fully aligned you to evil. But I was pretty much there anyway. Yeah, I didn't like the flies the buzzing thing. around me, though. Like, like that could have definitely done without it. It made me look like... I don't know why, because, like... It made it look like you stank. Yeah, made it looked like... I had the sickest fucking devil horns, and there were the flies buzzing around me. Which was weird, because if you went full good, you had, like, an angel halo with butterflies hovering around you. So I don't. Can I can we just do have nothing hovering around me. Butterflies. <laughs> All right, Jaden. What's your favorite weapon from a video game? Mm. Do you need time to think? Would have to. Yes. I've got a few, and I don't remember. I don't remember the name of one of them, but just just one. But I can't really decide. I would have to say, very, very high up there is the transistor. The sword from oh, Supergiant's yeah. transistor. Uh, both because the way that plays, like it's central to your whole gameplay output. Combat mechanic, yeah. The whole combat revolves around, like that sword gives you the ability to play the game effectively. But it mm. also has a personality, and I mean that literally, like it's sentient and talks to you. I think I think that's a bit of a spoiler. Isn't no, it? no, that happens straight away. No, but like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a reason that it talks to you, though. Yeah, there's a reason, but the fact that it talks to you happens right at the start. Yeah, is literally the intro cutscene. It's like, hi, okay. how are you? 
Oh, no, I had to talk about... Uh, for some reason, I thought you were going to talk... Tell what the actual thing is. I was like, oh, I wouldn't do that. No, it's no. your dead mum. Your Let dead mum's in the sword. Oh, mum, fuck off, Dan. <laughs> I've, I've done clean my room. Can you please clean these heads off? <laughs> oh, yeah, sweetie. Why the fuck are you British? <laughs> anyway. So, yes. Uh, well, so it's not your favourite, is it? I... I don't know really what my favorite weapon is. Like, I, I, there's not many weapons I'd really say I get attached to. They're more, you know, I'll. It's really... not so much attachment. It's just what is your favorite? What is the like? I like the most fun, or the the strongest weapon, or something like that. Well, again, they wouldn't necessarily be specific weapons. Like, I loved using the spear type weapons in neo uh recent mm. the most recent one in dead cells i love the heavy crossbow because it's a shotgun um that's not a crossbow <laughs> yeah it's like heavy crossbow cool and then you click the trigger and it goes boom. oh okay <laughs> so you're a shotgun because how it works with is arrows in that first one you fire or you fire one bolt forward which drags <laughs> enemies towards you and then it fires a five-shot spread. And it, yeah, it, that's a shotgun. Yeah, so, so it's a shotgun with an inbuilt grappling hook. You fire it and it drags them towards you and interrupts their attack animations if they're doing anything because you're immobilizing them while pulling them. So you shoot it and it just pulls them right in front of you and then they explode. It's pretty great. Um, so yeah. that would definitely be my favorite weapon recently. Um, the other ones are more just linked to the the gameplay style of the game. Like, I love Jetstream Sam and Fox's and Raiden's swords in Metal Gear Rising, but that's more that I just love how those... Yes. Raiden. Thank you. No. It's Raiden. No. It is. I'm telling you, no. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm telling you, no. Tell me, no, it's not? No, I'm just not going to call it that. Oh. Yeah, it's Metal Gear Revengeance. Thank you very much. Metal Gear Revengeance. Rising Revengeance, actually. We're just going to call let's it. Not, we're just going to call let's it. Let's not forget its original name Revengeance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Yeah, I think it actually. Wasn't it. Was it Revengeance? Yes. I'm going to double Metal Gear Revengeance. Yeah, because it's Revengeance, not Revengeance. Okay. Revengeance. Is that even a fucking... But yes, I, I, I won't be... I can't really pick out individual <laughs> New word suggestion. A furious act of revenge. I can't, I can't really pick out specific weapons, but I... It's just more styles. I'll either I either like playing. Fuck, we're living in the shit timeline. You know, gen generally snipery, in in more sci-fi or modern, I'll I'll toggle between snipers and shotguns. And in more fantasy, I tend to use things like pairs of daggers and things like that, and bows. So the full, the closest combat I can, and the furthest away combat I can. They're the two extremes that I always lean towards. So basically, the here and now is your close-up, but the back and then is your far away. I have no idea what you mean by that, so I'm going to say yes. 
Thank you. Right. Uh, is that it? Yep, that's it. You know, Metal uh, Gear Rising Revengeance was set in 2018. Well, no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. I doubt it. It says right here, the Metal Gear fictional chronology is 2018, <laughs> Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. 2014, Guns of the Patriots. 2007-2009, Sons of Liberty. 2005, Metal Gear Solid, The Twin Snakes. 1999, uh, MGS2, uh, Metal Gear 2. It is! Yeah, <laughs> see? That doesn't make sense. It was released in 2013. What the fuck did they think would happen in like four no, or five no, they years? Were off the, they were running off the story of um, Guns the of the Patriots. Metal Gears. Yeah. Okay, that changes something. Yeah, they ran off. that's an alternate yeah, timeline. They ran off Guns of the Patriots like four years after the Guns of the Patriots is Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Like, man, we're living in a shit timeline. I want my fucking Metal Gear Rays to be walking around I my city. I want cities. my nano machine, son. <laughs> I want to be able to chop my body up and have them held together with magnets as I talk about memes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking magnets, how do they work? God. Memes. Yeah. You need to. <laughs> the memes, Jack. Okay. What do they mean? When when the entire overarching plot point of of Metal Gear Rising was unironically memes, we're just memes, Jack. It's, memes. Yeah, that, that's Pepe. That's pretty great. Yeah, but you know, memes, memes did ha- do have another definition, but there not as commonly known definition. as. Yeah. Yeah. Just fucking imagine imagine dying to that like a guy just murders you while talking about the significance of memes like actual memes though like, yeah like actual memes though but at the same time like just imagine that like you're you there you did you did your 20 years training in the military you're a fucking high-ranking officer you're you're one of you're one of the most respected commanders in the US military and there's this one guy just fucking Naruto running through your entire battalion cutting just screaming cutting. memes Jack memes <laughs> just screaming that shit out it's like what do you even do that, that- I do memes Jack <laughs> what do you mean I do the memes I don't understand what you Jack. mean who the fuck is Jack? Memes. <laughs> Re. <laughs> just imagine Typhoon just going around going, Re. Re. <laughs> to be fair, did you see how he fought? Yeah. That was pretty like much a it. Bitch. All right, so that's your weapon? Weapons? Yes. It's, it's more, I tend to enjoy styles rather than specific weapons. Uh, well. My favorite weapon in a video game, hands down, is the upgrade shotgun in Resident Evil 2. The 1998 version, not the remake. Because when you get the upgraded version, upgraded shotgun in Resident Evil 2, by the way, we have a full LP of Resident Evil 2 on our channel where you can see me use this fantastic shotgun. Uh, When you make the super shotgun, it acts like an actual fucking super shotgun. It has the loudest shotgun noise to ever grace God's green earth, better than any shotgun Doom can throw at you, and that's a tall order. It's a fucking super shotgun that not only cleans off the head of a zombie, but can actively cut zombies in half with a single shot. 
You and you, you can shoot a zombie in the chest, and it will it will cut a zombie in half. You aim the shotgun up at a zombie's head; it will take the head and the upper torso in a single shot. And it is like the loudest fucking shotgun blast I have ever heard in a video game. And it physically moves the character model back when it fires. There is that much recoil. Like, it's just insanely powerful. It's got balls. It fucking... If the world was to explode, I can imagine it would sound like that shotgun going off. (laughs) And it is... Like, not only in, like, my favorite video game of all time, but it is my favorite weapon of all time. It's just a combination of the two. It's fantastic. Anyway, so uh, that will be our podcast for this week. Um, yeah, we still got Star Wars. Um, uh, so right now in uh, Adelaide, it is legit hotter than a meth addict's crap pipe on payday. Like, it's 47 degrees all week until so it's been 47 degrees 45 to 47 degrees since monday uh it's that's, Thursday. that's celsius for you yankee doodles celsius, yeah so 40 47 degrees celsius and it's gonna be like that tomorrow it's gonna jump down to 30 on saturday i actively cannot render any videos on my computer because the cpu Will fucking explode. straight out overheats and it throttles the rendering which takes literal days it will take literal days to render out all the footage. So I'm just going to wait for it to cool down so I can actively render it within, like, uh, overnight. But we have more Star Wars coming out. we got more Code Vein coming out, more Valkyria Chronicles. Uh, what else is there? Star Wars, Code Vein, Valkyria Chronicles, and Pokemon coming out. So they're up on our channel, OzPlays. That's A-U-S-P-L-A-Y-S, exclamation point on YouTube. Uh, fucking give us a sub if you like our shit. If you don't like our shit, just sub anyway. It helps. <laughs> if you don't like us, spite sub us. Yeah. Spite sub it. Just be sitting there like, just, man, fuck this asshole and his fucking wrong ass opinions about Dragon Ball Fighters. I'm a sub to his shit. That's not on the YouTube. And unless you want to talk about how wrong you are, Alex, on our channel, then uh, that's not on our YouTube. That's on our podcast. Yeah, well, but, uh, the, yeah, uh, the podcast is called Ozplays sub- SVGs. Yeah, but like... People know why they're here. Then they, they now know why they're here. It's a sub to our shit. Mm. But anyway, so we're up on the channel. And that's it for tonight's podcast. So uh, I guess we'll catch you guys next week. And we'll catch see us. if there's anything interesting happening. Yeah, like as soon as we fucking end this podcast, I bet you, like, someone in the game industry is going to fucking release, I don't know, Half-Life 3. Again? Uh, I'm going to stop it. Three, two, one.